Well, as we explore in different situations like going through a trail or going into the forest, a lot of times different smells, different scents can jump out at us in nature as we explore. Like just imagine, like close your eyes and just imagine, uh, and maybe these scents will just even come to you. You can imagine just the, a nearby river or a nearby lake or you can smell the campfire that someone's got burning, or if you're deep into the forest, you can just smell the pine, or uh, the, the leaves falling in the autumn, or, or, the, or the flowers blossoming in, in the springtime, or, or maybe uh, it can shift your smell a little bit when, when you have a skunk, a nearby skunk leaving its mark, and you can smell the skunk, or, or just a dead carcass uh, of that's been just dead for a week or so, just kind of takes your breath away type of a smell. You know, it's interesting, right? Nature can smell amazing, but other times nature can just flat out just stink. The smell of nature can just flat out stink. You smell that? What is that smell? Where is that? Where is that coming? Where is that coming from? Wait, that, that's, that's actually coming from, from you, from where you're watching. Oh my, wait, hey, wait a second. I, I stink too. You stink, I stink, we all stink. On the count of three, just say, I stink. One, two, three, I stink. I just got you to say that you stink. What, what do I mean, what do I mean? You see, not only does nature smell amazing sometimes, but nature stinks. And we have a smell that makes us stink because all of us, like we talked about last week, have this sin problem, this decaying sin problem on all of us that none of us can escape, and sin just flat out stinks. However, because of God's forgiveness that can happen in an instant in our lives, it's a game changer. And through the power of God working in us, our scent, our aroma, our fragrance that goes out into the world can be shifted, can be changed. Uh, Paul, who was literally transformed, his life was transformed by the power of God. He was transformed. He wrote this, radically transformed. He wrote, our lives are like a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. You see, this type of new aroma or fragrance that can come off of our lives can only happen if we have been justified. We talked about this last week. What does justification mean? Justification is this. It's to instantly be made right in the sight of God, to be instantly cleansed, to be instantly forgiven, to be instantly made right. Once separated, now together, now made right in the eyes of God. So if you've been justified, or maybe you haven't been, but you understand it now and you haven't really uh, wanted to do that yet, or you're right on the edge of being justified, being cleansed by God, what's next? Maybe that's why you haven't uh, been justified, because like, what am, I, what am I signing up for? What's after being justified? Is it just a free-for-all? Is it just like whatever? What does it mean after being justified, what happens next? The moment that you are justified in that second is the moment that you are put on the path of sanctification. That's right, let me say it again. The moment that you are justified is the moment that you're put on the path of sanctification. Now, what the heck does it mean to be sanctified? What does it mean to be, what does sanctification mean? 
The word sanctification is this idea, it's an ongoing journey of being set apart, of being made holy. It's not instant like justification, it's a journey, it's a process of being set apart from our sin to become more and more like him. Paul reminds us again, who was radically justified and went through the sanctification process, he says this, he says, so all of us who have had the veil removed, we've been justified, now we can see differently, we're reflecting differently, the glory of the Lord, who is the spirit that makes us more and more like him. And we are changed, literally changed, transformed, into his glorious image. Sanctification is the application of justification. Say that three times fast. Sanctification is the application of justification. And it's this idea of being made more into the image of God. Almost like when you go on a path, when you go on a trail through the woods, when you go through these trails... It's, they're made, these trails are made in the forest so that humans can have a relationship with nature. And in the very same way, sanctification is a trail, is a journey that God has set for those who have been saved to go on, to build our relationship with him and to build us up to look more like him. But what in the world does this path of sanctification look like? What is the process? What are we signing up for? What should we expect as we are being sanctified, as we go down this path of sanctification. And that's the path, that's the trail that we're going to explore today, the path of sanctification. But before we explore it, I want to pray for you and I want to pray for me. Father, I just ask as we explore this idea of being sanctified, that you would help us to hone in on what you want us to hear today. Make it clear, make it applicable for our lives. Teach us. Control my mind, control my speech as I communicate. I pray this in the power of your son's amazing name, Jesus, who justified us and sanctifies us. Amen. Amen. All right, so when you start a hike, when you start a trail, a lot of times when you go to a new trail or a new path, you're kind of like, well, where do I start? Where do I begin? Especially if you've never been on that path before. And so normally, like if you begin a path, if you begin a specific trail, you're, 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 you, you kind of need a guide, right? When you, when you start off a hike, right, there's a lot of times there's these signs that, that kind of give us a 30,000 foot view of where we're going. It literally gives patterns of the trail to kind of help us where we're going. And I've got good news for you because the path of sanctification God has given us a pattern on the path God has given us a pattern on the path for us to follow for us to emulate for us to mimic and he's given us so many different tools to help us and gives us a pattern so as we go down the path of sanctification one of the great great guides and maps that he gives us one of the great helping tools that he gives us is the gift of himself through the Holy Spirit which we're going to talk more in detail next week about but, but seriously, Paul reminds us in Ephesians 1 that in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, when the gospel of your salvation, when you were justified, when you believed, the moment that you believed, you were then sealed with the gift, with the promise of the Holy Spirit living inside of you that helps you, guides you, and direct your path. And so what a gift that we have. Not only that, you know, we can now talk to him and have a relationship with him and, and, and commune with him. Then he gives us the scriptures that help 
guide our ways and our direction through the path. We have the example of Christ himself who lived this life, lived this life and left an amazing trail of grace for us to follow, for us to mimic and emulate down the road. And that's why Paul also reminds us, he says, so therefore, what does he say? Be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. And there's that word again, a fragrant offering, an aroma, a sacrifice to God, that same aroma that came off of Jesus. Now God is going to work through your life to then get that same type of aroma to come out of the pores of your life, to outpour into the world. But not only that, he's given us people. He's given us the church to help with the pattern. And it's really easy to feel like sometimes that we're alone on this journey. No, 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 no. We're not alone. That's why he's created the church. That's why we have city groups. That's why we have coaching groups that we just implemented. Which group are you in? Don't walk alone. Moving together is better. I think about uh, many times, like if you go on a, on a on a hike, on an unfamiliar trail, and you go all, all by yourself, you're a little timid. But if you go on that same trail that someone also has been on, right, you're, you're willing to take more risks and explore and see things that maybe you haven't quite seen before. I remember I was on a trip in Tennessee, and we came up against these locals that were hiking, and they showed us things that we would have never have seen if we didn't lock arms with them on that journey. So if you feel that maybe you feel lost or maybe you feel alone on the path of sanctification. Maybe, just maybe, it's because you're neglecting the pattern on the path that's been given to us. You're neglecting engaging with the spirit who's inside of you. You're neglecting the scriptures. You're neglecting being in community. Don't neglect the pattern on the path that God has set before us for the path of sanctification. Well, as we continue to go down the road of, of sanctification, as we continue to journey, oftentimes what's going to happen is we're going to come to these forks in the road where it's going to feel conflicting and we're not going to know which way to go. And because of that conflicting feeling, what's going to happen is along the path of sanctification, you're going to have pressure on the path. You're going to have this pressure on the path where you're like, should, I know I should go this way, but man, it'd be way easier to just, I really want to go this way. I know I should go this way. Like, for instance, I know I should tell the truth. But man, it'd be way easier to just tell a lie right here. I mean, I, 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 I know I should wake up and spend time in the scriptures, but man, it'd just be way easier to hit the snooze button or to, you know, just spend more time on my screen instead. Or I, I know I'm supposed to forgive this person, but man, I'd just be easier to just be bitter and just stay angry and distant from that person. I know I'm supposed to be generous, but man, I, I really want this thing that I know I really don't need, and so I'm going to spend it anyways. Or I, I, I know that I'm supposed to be faithful to my partner, but man, they'll never find out. Or, or I know that homosexuality is a sin, but what do I do with this, these thoughts of same-sex attraction? What do I do with that? And you start to feel this conflict, this pressure back and forth. And Paul, he felt that same way. He struggled with this all the time. And so what did he say in Romans 7? He says, for I do not understand my own actions. For I do not want to do the things that I do, but I do the very things that I had. And it's going back and forth, this pressure, this pressure, this pressure. And here's what we have to understand, this truth. 
truth. And remember, as we feel this pressure through the path of sanctification, that Jesus, when he justified us, he freed us from the penalty of sin, but not from the pressure of sin. Jesus freed us from the penalty of sin, but he did not free us from the pressure of sin. We're still going to feel that. We're still going to feel that pressure of that sin. So then what do we do? Do we just say, oh, it's a free-for-all, just do whatever the heck we want? No. Paul reminds us again, God forbid, no, by no means that's not what we do. We don't take advantage of, of, of the grace that God has given us. No, we strive. We strive and we take the sin seriously. We take the sin seriously. And that's why Paul says, I appeal to you in Romans 12. He says, I appeal, my brothers, Present your bodies as living sacrifices, being holy, being set apart, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing that you may discern, that you may understand the will of God of what is good and what is acceptable and what is perfect. Now, is he calling out on you to be perfect? Is he calling out for you to have perfection? No, 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 no. He's not looking for you to perfect his ways by any means, but he's also not looking for you to reject his ways. And so you're going to feel conflicted, and you've got to go back to the patterns. You've got to go back to the patterns, and sometimes you're going to hear things from God's patterns, from God's ways that seem so against the world's ways, and you're not going to like them. Or sometimes you're not even going to believe it. But instead of just saying whatever, no, 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 the path of sanctification is like, okay, I don't understand that. I don't even like that. I don't even believe that. But I'm going to keep dealing with that. And I'm not going to be conformed to the ways of the world. I'm going to keep being transformed. I'm going to keep being set apart away from the sin of the world. And I'm going to keep being more and more looking like Christ and making myself being more made righteous in the eyes of God. And so not only do we deal with the pathway of patterns and pressure, but then we, we keep going down the road. We just keep going on this journey. It's a process. It's ongoing. And on the road of the path of sanctification, not only is there a pattern and is there pressure on the path, but we're also going to see progress on the path. We're going to get down the road of sanctification, and we're going to look back and be like, wow. I mean, when I look back, I, I can't believe the change. I, I can't believe the different aromas that are now coming off of my life, pouring out of my life that, man, people are even surprised by it. Man, you've changed me. There's something different about you. There's, a, there's progress. We see progress. Why do we see progress? Because we get the progress because of the Spirit working through us. And what does Jesus say? In John 15, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can't do nothing. And if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like branches and withers. And the branches are gathered and then they're thrown and the fire and they're burned up. And no one wants that. No one wants that. It's he is the vine and we are the branches. And then through God, through his power working through us like a branch, then he produces out of us this fruit. It's so incredible. But here's something that we've got to make sure that we understand and that we don't confuse because a lot of times this can confuse us. This can confuse us. Remember, it's justification first, then it's sanctification second. Justification first, then sanctification second. It's not, okay, get all sanctified, get all cleaned up, get all cleaned up. Show me your work, show me your fruit, show me your work, show me your fruit, and then you can connect to me. That's not the way it is. It's connection, then the path of sanctification. That is the process always throughout time. 
God establishes the relationship first, and then he talks about the works, and then he talks about his ways, and then he talks about his rules. Even back in the, in the Old Testament, when Moses gave the Ten Commandments, when God gave the Ten Commandments to him, what did God say? First, before I give you any rules, I am the Lord your God. He established the relationship first and then gave the rules. If you haven't been justified, then God's rules and God's ways don't apply to you. But if you have been justified as a loving father, then he puts those in place for protection. I love how the pastor Andy Stanley out of North Point says that rules before relationship leads to rebellion. Rules before relationship just lead to rebellion. The rules, the works, the fruit are all good and they're there showing an evidence of our faith and they're there as a loving father is trying to protect us and show us which way is better and his way is better. And that's why the whole book of James, you could sum up the whole book of James like this where it's, remember, it's not our works that define our faith. It is our faith that defines our works. That's a big difference. It's not our works that define our faith. It is our faith that defines our works. There should be progress. When we're on the path of sanctification, we should look back and see progress. And if we don't, then that should be maybe concerning to some of you. Which leads me to my next point. Because see, for some of us, maybe we're not feeling, you know, when we think about the path of sanctification, we're not maybe thinking about progress or pressure or pattern. Maybe for some of you, you just feel like you've been just put off the path. You've just been literally put off of the trail, off of the path. You don't feel like you're being set apart. You feel like you've just fallen right off of the path, maybe because of your choices, maybe because of apathy, maybe because of neglect or hurt or shame or whatever it is, and you're doubting your faith. You're doubting everything. You're questioning it all. And I want you to know if you have felt that way or you feel that way right now, you're not alone. I have felt that way so many times in my life. I felt so many times questioning, well, did I really get it? Did I really saved? Did I really get justified? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I would, the enemy would just make me question. And you need to hear me so, so clearly that if you are questioning that, that is a lie from the pit of hell because you haven't been put off the path. You haven't been put off the path. You've just been tripped up on the path. You've just stalled out on the path. You might even be laying flat out on your back on the path, but you have not been put off of the path, off of the trail. Why do we know this? Because remember, the moment that you are justified in that single second, you are put on the path of sanctification. And that's why Jesus says in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they will never perish. And no one no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Once you're justified, you are put on the path of sanctification, and this path, this ongoing journey that you are going to have in your life is secured. It is secured. But what the enemy loves to do he loves to just let you just, just be buried into it. He wants to guilt you. He wants to shame you. And some of you need to hear this because this is how you're feeling today. This is how you're feeling in this moment. And you're literally wailing in your sin. And you need to understand this. The Father, he wants to build you. The enemy wants to guilt you. The enemy wants to literally bury you in the dirt. But the Father wants to build you. And so 
I know you keep going back to that same thing over and over again. I know you feel lost. I know you feel like you're losing faith, but you've got to hang on and you need to step up, wipe the dust off of you, stop feeling sorry for yourself and stand up on the grace that you have been justified and you have been declared righteous and the Holy Spirit is working in you to make you more and more like Jesus. Trust the process. Don't give up. Trust the process. Once you've been justified, once you've been justified, you are on the path securely to sanctification, to be set apart, to look more and more like Jesus. So let's recap. The path of sanctification. What you'll experience, what you should expect once you've been justified. The path of sanctification. You got a pattern. Oh, he's given us a great pattern for all of us to follow. And maybe for some of you today, if you're honest, you've been neglecting the pattern. And you feel alone. And the reason is, is because you've been neglecting it. Where do you need to lean into? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. Lean in. Lean into the spirit. Lean into the scripture. Lean into community. Don't neglect it. For some of you, you feel so overwhelmed by the pressure of the sin right now that you keep paddling and it's conflicting and you feel like you've fallen over and over and over again and you're a broken record. You need to stand up. Know that you've been forgiven. Know that he has declared you righteous and you stand up and you keep going down the journey. Don't let the enemy guilt you. Know that the Father is there to build you up. For others of you, Man, you just need to celebrate. You just need to take some time today. I know so many of you. What God has done in your life in the past months or the past year, I mean, it's amazing the progress that God has had on your life. And you just need to celebrate it. You need to just, just embrace with confidence like, wow. I mean, I have really been set apart. He is making me more and more like him. I am putting off an aroma that's kind of shocking, honestly. I never would have expected so much change in my life. Now, for some of you, you're still questioning right now. And here's something I just, hang with me. You, when you go back to the moment where you feel like you gave your life to Jesus, justification, when you were justified, and if you look back, and there has been zero progress, zero progress. Well, that's a problem. And it's not that you've been put off the path. It's maybe, and only you know, you've never been put on the path in the first place. You never truly surrendered your life to Christ. You never truly allowed him to instantly forgive you. You never allowed the power of God to cleanse you and justify you and make you right in the eyes of God through his son Jesus, through his death and his resurrection for you. And my question for you is, don't you want to get on the path? Because I'm telling you, being on the path of sanctification it's a game changer. And the more that you go down the path, from my experience, the more that you go on that journey, oh, there's so much more to discover and to explore. And the reward is endless. And it's, <laughs> we're just getting started. And I just want to encourage you, like, this path 
instead of going down the path of the world. The path of the world will always leave you dissatisfied. But the path of sanctification, oh, it's nourishing. It is satisfying like no other. And so are you on the path of sanctification? Is that happening in your life? Trust the process. And if you're honest and you're like, no, I'm not on that path, and you want to get on that path, then I want to give you that opportunity right now. So wherever you're watching, I just want to invite you to get on the path to be sanctified. But first, you got to give your life to Jesus. You have to be justified. And just in this moment, just say, Father, Forgive me of my sin. Just tell him that. Forgive me of my sin. I, I'm done walking alone. I'm done walking my own path. I want to get on your path. Tell him that. And then just thank him. Just say, thank you for dying for me. I thank you for rising again for me. I lower my pride. And right now I receive you, Jesus, into my life. If you truly meant that, in the moment, You've been justified, you are clean. And now you are on the path to be set apart. You're on the path of sanctification. What a gift that all of us have, that all of us can receive this ongoing journey that we can continually explore. Now, if you truly meant that, then like I said earlier, don't walk alone. Part of the pattern is not walking alone. And so we encourage you to just, wherever you're at, text the word, my faith, to 94,000. And that's our vision, is to help people move down the path, move towards God. And we would love to help you, because I'm sure you have questions. Don't walk alone. Don't walk alone. There's no reason to do it. And so right now, um, as we transition, the band's just going to play a song. And I just want to encourage you, wherever you're watching and as this song is being played, to just ask yourself the question, where are you on the path of sanctification? What area? Just celebrate the pattern. Celebrate. Think about the pressure. Think about the progress that God has had in your life and thank him for it.